0: This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.sc. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Useless. Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live.
1: You are listening to the show about nothing. Welcome to a uh, episode where yes. your favorite moderators are talking about nothing in specific and everything that matters. Um, and yeah, hopefully it will be fun. It will be fine. <laughs> the voice that you just heard was my lovely co-moderator and friend Fatima. Hello, hello. Welcome to the studio. And uh, then there's also me. By now, you should know these two voices. <laughs> my name is Marie uh, Thanks for tuning in again.
2: I hope we're hunting your
1: dreams, these voices. Uh, yes. <laughs> we're narrating your dreams. I also really hope you, <laughs> by that time, have started to listen to us on your favorite podcast. Uh, yes. Whoop, whoop. We're still a little bit <laughs> proud. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also wanted to update you that we usually have a male voice here on board. And uh, we recently have also gotten some live signs from Max. Yes. He is still hiding in a secret spot in Germany, but he has now confirmed that he shall be returning and we really hope to reunite with him as well behind the microphone. We miss you, Max. It has been long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that was the update of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, 2021 is going to come bring, you know, new surprises. One of them will be the male voice that you're all missing. And uh, there will be a lot of interesting topics coming up. But before we talk about next year, mm. we should probably stick a little bit longer to 2020 and everything that you know is part of it. This uh, is like the
2: last, what, the last hundred meters of the uh, yeah. of the marathon. Like, You're just running. Don't give up yeah. when you
1: already see the finish line. Yeah. Hang on in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So to get us started with the topic of the week or the topic of the day, I wanted to ask you what you had as a drink for breakfast today.
2: Oi, for breakfast. Uh, I didn't have breakfast, but I had lunch, and uh, to that lunch, I drank the most important drink.
1: I drank water. Water. Tap water. Tap water, which is really tasty in Gothenburg yes. and Sweden in general. I can confirm. Yes uh yeah how so, about you what uh you- i had coffee um <laughs> i started off with a beer hmm? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that happens in these days but not today no i also i actually would say that the first drink of the day was water mm. because i usually get up and then i wash my face and have some cold water to mm. you really get awake. and yeah, yeah. uh then i had some black coffee and i recently started drinking black coffee without any milk which mm. is not a thing i usually did yeah, I'm like starting to really enjoy that mm. like clear taste of coffee.
2: It goes in waves for me. Uh, I'm just pausing. Maybe it's it's your computer on flight mode as well. Um, uh, good point. It could be the computer, but yeah, no. With coffee, it really goes um, it goes up and down for me. Like I have periods where I have it with with milk, and now I'm also in a black coffee uh, period. Maybe because it's easier to like it's a bit more fluid like easier to drink when it's yeah it's also less
1: effort you don't yeah. have to get the milk you can just like get the coffee yeah, yeah. you can and like straight have it from there yeah, so we have given it away by now. The topic of today shall be drinks, mm. uh, all sorts of drinks. Um, Can I share one thing? Yes, go ahead.
2: So, uh, But yesterday, mm-hmm. evening at like 10, I really, really wanted some soda. And we had some really old julmust uh, mm. in the fridge. Like super flat without in any bubbles. Very bubble s- flat, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Nico also wanted some. So we shared the one glass that was left, but then I was still yearning for something. But we also had... Um, an even older bottle of apple um, must. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, like it almost. It was. I mean, I drank it because I really had a serious craving for something sweet and liquid, but it almost had an after flavor of being moldy. You know, being too too uh, yeah, old to drink. Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> so that that was my yesterday's drink. But yeah. Starting off with water, ending on something moldy. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I I said now we're going to talk about drinks. So we'll have uh, more opportunities to share moldy, bitter, sweet and salty, whatever drinks we usually have in different occasions. Mm. And um, yeah, we also will have a short touch on... Yeah, traveling through time and what drinks were fancy in different times Mm. and also what drinks are known from uh, famous movies. Yeah. So I hope... uh, shaken,
2: not stirred.
1: Is that James Bond? Oh, there we go. Yes, we will come to that. Um, We will also stick to our routine of, you know, giving a clear definition. So this one shall be easy. (laughs) It is, again, from uh, Cambridge Dictionary. And uh, I just wanted to say that the word drink is defined as an amount of liquid that is taken into the body through the mouth if you did not know that
0: (laughs) oh my god we're approaching 30 Yeah. oh my god useless (laughs) let's try this again thank god this isn't live hi this is Lionel Richie and you're listening to my favorite radio station K103. All right. <laughs>
1: Even Lionel Richie is tuning in to our show every Saturday between five and six. Five and six, six, six. six, six. <laughs> so, this is, yeah, the show about nothing where we today talking about drinks and raising the question of what kind of associations do you get to the word drink? Like, do you think of alcoholic beverages when you hear drink, or is drink just any? Hmm. I mean, it, I think it, I'm going to be boring now, but it
2: depends on the context. Like mm-hmm. if you, uh, I, maybe the words around it, if you say out for drinks, I'm totally thinking alcoholic beverages. Uh, but we can also be talking about <laughs> consuming liquids. And in that, uh, uh, when when we talk about that in that context, I, I think I just, I think I'm just thinking about something too have poured down your throat.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean... I don't know. For me, it's uh, like... um, I really think of drinks as like, I don't know, cocktails and like drinks when you go out Mm. or drinks you make for a certain occasion Mm. because the other version of drinks which water or juice could be, I just usually name by like what they are, like water Mm. or...
2: You're giving them importance by giving them... No, by really saying... (laughs) Calling things by their name. (laughs) Yes. No, but um, would you like something to drink? What kind of drink? Um, Maybe that was also a little bit
1: overthinking. I just got really carried away in like different drinks and like all stuff around drinks. But absolutely. But yeah, so if we're already talking about drinks, would you like to have a drink? If you uh, had to define like a go-to drink, something that's your favorite drink or you really enjoy drinking, what would that be?
2: Are we talking any beverage or? Yeah, uh, uh, I would water, water. Yeah, water. I mean, that's at least what's the most satisfying when you have like, if you're really thirsty, a long day, and you just want a cold beverage. A cold glass of water is so good. Uh, but um, I do enjoy. Uh, I drink a lot of tea too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would, I I drink much more tea than I do coffee, for example. Healthy. Mm-hmm. What kind of tea? Like uh, herbal tea, or uh, it depends. I'm kind of in a black tea <laughs> mode. So right, I didn't drink that much Earl Grey before, but now I am. Mm. Um, I think it's almost like a good dessert. Like after dinner, I'd have a, a, a an Earl Grey, Le- a sweetened Earl Grey. It's like it's a perfect dessert. Do you
1: use uh, sugar or honey?
2: Uh, uh, honey, if I can, which I of- most often can. Mm-hmm. Uh, sugar, if I cannot, and sometimes I don't sweeten it at all, but mainly
1: honey, yeah. Nice. Uh. I really like myself a good cup of Earl Grey as well. Yeah. I do also obviously drink a lot of water, mm. which uh, you all should do, by the way. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> at healthy. least one liter a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also do this thing where I measure, you know, I when I'm home nowadays, like people are home a lot because you don't really do too much social mm. gatherings anymore. Mm. Um, I try to fill up like a thermos or like a, just mm. like a, any bottle i have to see if i kind of drink enough because i easily get headaches if i don't drink enough so
2: Mm. i do the same thing like i'm counting how many bottles i need a day yeah uh, and try to drink that um but yeah uh back to tea Mm -hmm. do you you i know you drink uh, quite some tea as well Mm -hmm. um and uh if we're talking about preference i i like i like now winter time christmas time Mm -hmm. It's so good because I love spiced tea, like, a oh, cha, yeah. like chai, a chai tea and, you know, when you have cinnamon and what are those called that you press into oranges? Um, anise? Or, no, not anise, but um, anyway. I know the, the
1: the sticks. Yeah, yeah I, I know it in
2: French. In Spanish, they're called uh, clavos, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, Nelica. Ne, 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 yeah. ne, nice. But I have no idea what it is in English. But anyway, you could just translate that. Google
1: Translate, but <laughs> <Yeah>. Google <laughs> Translate, <laughs> ne smells really nice.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm happy winter time when they like produce all these Christmas teas because they really are my cup of tea as one my my. Nice. Might I
1: feel that it, even like throughout the entire year if you have this brand uh, yogi tea Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also always have like a lot of those very like kind of like I want to say Middle Eastern spices maybe mm. that's completely like weird that I associated with that area. I think they
2: have used that as marketing so it wouldn't mm, be that weird. Maybe.
1: Think, yeah. yeah. Mm. But um they like oriental so, tea, oriental tea, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I move away from like hot beverages and tea, mm. I also do like myself a cold beer, yes. Like, I, I might be super stereotypical German now as well. I know that a lot of other people also like beer, mm. but like, beer is just this like solid liquid friend that's like yeah. always there for you if you're <laughs> happy, if you're sad, if you <laughs> wanna drown your sorrows or if you just wanna kinda cheer with a friend. So yeah. I think beer would definitely be uh above wine and like other fancy drinks on my hit list mm. because yeah, I just like myself a good glass of beer.
2: I mean I just I, I just when you talk about beer and how like good beer. I remember when I was um I think I was in Munich actually. Mm. Uh and it was a really, really warm day and I was walking through the park and I, I, all I just wanted was to get a drink and they had those uh, lemon beers.
1: Oh yeah, Rattler.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that was an amazing drink it as well. It is when really so refreshing in summer. In summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh. For
1: anyone who doesn't know, Rattler is a mixture between uh, Sprite and beer. Depends a little bit on like who makes, makes it. it, how much lemonade or how much beer is in there. But yeah. There's the story that they started making this one hot summer day when they were selling beers in the like a beer garden, mm. which we have a lot in Germany, and then they were running out of kegs. Ah. So they were like, oh, damn, but there's so many people coming. Weather is so great. It's going to be great for a while. It's going to be more people wanting beer. What do we do? So they just decided to mix it yeah. with uh, lemonade, which they had like a lot. Mm. So that's one version of the story, how that drink was invented.
2: Mm. But it feels like... Um it's uh, like it's 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 just it's just really good. I had I've had it in in France as well, and it's I don't know if do you if, say you didn't know the concept of it? Would you still be thinking like okay, beer good, lemon good, mix it together, hmm? good? You know?
1: No, it I feels like an
2: odd like mix like word. Yeah. yeah, but is it called is it called panache in French? Uh, I think a panache is a non-alcoholic uh-huh. beverage. Okay, uh, but it I also think it's m- a brand in the beginning, mm-hmm. so like. Mm-hmm. maybe they had lemon
1: in it uh but yeah yeah <laughs> i have to admit that i was learning a lot about beer when i moved away from germany because that then you kind of there it's so normal it's all around mm. and i I also have to say that I grew up in the south of Germany in Bavaria and I grew up in this tiny beer town called Bamberg so breweries are all like integrated in the city center and when we would open the windows in my uh, school for example for a break Mm. Uh, you would always smell the like roasting of malt and it would just be like very, you know, depends on like I think the air pressure or something, but it's really heavy, like uh, just above the city. It's like in other cities you have smog and we have beer (laughs) steams. (laughs) So that was like really a part of me growing up. So I do associate like the smell of like the process of making beer a lot to home as well, which Mm. in a way is like really cool, I think. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: I have, um, it's not, it's not, it's not a drink, but I live next to a porgen factory now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I get home in the evening, I always smell like the baking. Nice. Uh, and, yeah. And it's a good smell, but it's also like, I wonder if consumption of sweets go up, uh, like or higher in that area because of the smell of just getting a fikabröd uh, or, you
1: know, a, a cinnamon bun or something. It smells so good. Um, I wanted to, like, squeeze in a little advertisement here. You know, we have a podcast now, so we're hoping for sponsors and our <laughs> further development. Nah, it's a bit kidding. But, why, not? Um, why not? Why not? Why yeah. not? <laughs> this one goes out to Schlenkela, the brewery in uh, my hometown that is very famous for the smoked beer. Because they mm. actually roast the malt on, like... Um, Uh, like Uh, wood wood. yeah Yeah. so it becomes like smoked ham kind of taste Mm -hmm. that then also obviously ends up in the beer because you brew the beer with the malt that was roasted and uh This is a brewery that is like super successful in like international marketing and exporting uh, the beer as well. So you can actually buy Schlenkela Rauchbier, how it's called in German, in Systembolaget as well. Mm. So I don't really like it super much because it's quite special. But for anyone who is now interested and curious about smoked beer from uh, Marie's hometown, go to Systembolaget and find Schlenkela Rauchbier there.
2: I am curious now
1: yeah it's uh we we shall try it one day, yes, um we're talking a lot about beer mm-hmm. uh so I'm uh, trying to squeeze in a little bit of uh beer history as well, yeah go for it because I knew that like I was always thinking that beer was a drink that is dr- that has been uh drunk Consumed, more. Yeah um than water in the medieval times yeah. because I somehow heard that somewhere. Yeah. I was doing my research today and it uh, actually said that it was um it's the oldest drink that humans have produced. It was first uh confirmed that they had beer uh, in the fifth millennium before Christ, actually in Iran, which I thought was like okay. I did not think that Iran nowadays is like, you know, a place I would associate beer with. Yeah. Um but they had discovered like the process of fermentation and like making alcohol through yeast that was mm. naturally in the air, mm. and um, then it developed into and then it developed into this you know to the brew to the monasteries that were brewing beer so monks that were kind of producing it, mm. but it it was a uh, private uh, production very very long mm. and it didn't really uh, turn into that drink that everyone wanted to buy mm. yeah.
2: I uh, um, first I wonder uh, this why we know I remember in class when they when uh, we were laughing this was a long time ago I was quite young and our teacher told us that um, like the farmers would drink uh, at least five beers a day
0: Mm. and just imagine
2: I just it just paints this image of of everybody walking around drunk but also you know when you drink a lot then you you alter your um, well maybe you're not actually drunk you just you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but what I wanted to say was that uh, when I was in um, Ecuador, we, we visited this uh, place where they had um, uh, corn, uh, corn alcoholic beverage, corn beer, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they explained that uh, generally, um, like, it was sort of, I mean, it was a sacred drink and it was sort of only give, brewed and given by the witch doctor, sort of. It was a medicinal uh, drink and um, I seem to remember. That I've also seen that about about um, life medieval, like no pre pre medieval time mm-hmm. here. That it was um, the person giving beer or alcoholic, well mm-hmm. something similar to beer. It was some kind of respected person in the tribe life, or um, and so there's this spirituality that's very yeah. like associated
1: to to the beer drinking and like rituals which is pretty cool i think that's very interesting because it also ties somehow connects good to the fact that like monasteries were Mm. becoming quite famous for their artisan i don't know manufacturing of beer yeah and i mean up until today at least the the trappist beers Mm. that are like mainly from belgium monasteries if i'm correct with my research are still super known and I was reading up on that because I, I was always thinking, ah, Trapist beers are like from Belgian monasteries. Mm. But actually, there's only 14 uh, monasteries in the world, out of uh, which six are located in Belgium. But like the other eight are spread out in uh, other countries that are allowed to produce a beer that is officially recognized mm. as mm. a Trappist beer. So, so
2: it's like, um, like this... Um certification they need to pass to be able exactly. to produce that kind yeah. of color. and then That's
1: there cool. there's like a, i don't know like a, a triple and quadruple and yeah, like a yeah. fermentation process that also leads to the fact that those beers are then always quite strong in mm. like the alcohol they contain but yeah i thought that was very interesting that first um brewing was uh an activity that was kind of like remained a home activity for long mm. and then only in the 15th and 16th century it kind of changed a little bit and uh, gradually it became this thing that you wanted to bo- sell in pubs so it, you had to kind of invent mass production mm. and that then obviously was also supported by I don't know, the Industrial Revolution where you could produce in bigger masses because you just produced probably bigger containers as well yeah, and yeah. I mean science and our intelligence was evolving Yeah. <laughs> so uh Yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually, we recently also tried brewing at home here, some friends and me. Mm. And it has a very decent success. Like, it's really tasty beer you can make with very easy um, tools. Mm. And that I thought was cool. It has kind of, you know, taken away the magic from beer a little bit because now I feel like I'm a tiny brewer (laughs) (laughs) making my own beers.
2: Well, that's that's really cool. But also, I imagine doing it in very large... I mean, I suppose you... I'm just assuming here, so Mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but that you got like this kit for making it.
1: You can actually make it with like just pots and like Mm. a plastic bucket where you then, you know, put hot water and the barley together Mm. and add some hops after some process and sugars for the uh, yeast to, you know, have something to feed on. But you can also buy kits. Mm. So we did have a kit, but Mm. you don't even need that much of fancy equipment. Mm. I wanted to wrap up a little bit now with a beer topic because there's a lot of other drinks out there as well, and I would like to move on to associations we have with uh, drinks, um, and that I actually want to you know end by reading a quote from a beer book. So yeah, you you see we've been a bit nerdy with like making beers, <laughs> and uh, so I read that uh, preface of a book about like brewing, and in that uh, book they had. Apart, but like they they describe it like beer porn. It sounds like beer is mm-hmm. this thing that is incredibly delicious, and you just want to have it. And uh, so there was this sentence that said, um, "Lift the glass to your lips. Pause to inhale and ponder the aroma. Draw in the bready, caramelly, or roasty foundation of malt. The brisk, green counterpoint of hops." and perhaps the swirling cupboard of spices and fruit, earth and wood. These scents can fire off neurons in the forgotten happy corners of your memory, as powerful as an experience as any art form. And I thought, like... That's partly true, like, you know, firing of neurons in, like, uh, forgotten, happy, like, memory corners. And that is maybe, like, a nice transition to uh, associations we have with specific tastes. And uh, before we get right into that, here comes a song.
0: Oh my god, we're approaching thirty. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Useless. (laughs) Let's try this again. Thank God this isn't live. The
1: show about nothing where we today talk about drinks. Drinks. (laughs) Ding. Uh yeah. Drinks uh and Christmas time where we are right now. Um there's this thing here in Sweden that's called Glug. I think it's
2: Glühwein or something like that. <laughs> yes, glue it wine. is Glühwein in wine.
1: German, and I think in English it's mulled wine. Yeah, it's basically spiced wine, mm-hmm. rather sweet.
2: I actually learned something about. I was looking at the news earlier because, like, in sorry for just like interrupting, no, no, straight no, it, But um, uh, I was I I was I, I prefer the French version. It's just called vin chaud, but mm-hmm. it, because it's not as sweet as the Swedish glug is. Mm-hmm. Uh, But apparently it it has this tradition like there's a reason why because before we also had the like in Sweden we also drank Mm -hmm. um, or one also drank uh, the spiced wine version. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then there's uh, cognac uh, thing started to get, become pop- popular that you would like you would have a, a pile of sugar and you would oh, yeah. heat up the th- cognac and pour it on top mm-hmm. we do that yeah so then you got into the sweeter stuff and then like the glug is supposedly this combination of associations to christmas time mm-hmm. that's like the sweet
1: uh, ah, okay. sweet. we instead. do this a lot it's like uh, there's a movie that's called Feuerzangenbowle mm. and it's like very old movie but we watch it every time uh, around Christmas and uh, then we do this gatherings like this year obviously everything is different but uh, usually yeah. one in Germany would gather with neighbors or friends and then you would make Feuerzangenbowle which is uh, kind of like... the title
2: and like this title of the movie. But it's also uh, the name of uh, the drink. ah, Okay. Mm.
1: And uh, foyer means fire. And Mm. then you like have this, you know, sugar cone on top and you like have mulled wine or like spiced wine under it. And you just, it's becoming insanely high percentage of alcohol and like the sweetness, just like when you have a cup and you drink it hot. And then, you know, you kind of, like, blow on it and you just get all these alcohol fumes yeah. already yeah. in your nose. Yeah, this is something I highly, like, associate with Christmas, yeah. the smell never, and the taste never exper- of
2: that. I don't, I don't even know what it is, uh, except that, I mean, I saw it on TV, but I've yeah. never experienced it, and I didn't know one could still do it. Could you maybe do it for us here?
1: Yeah, I could. We cool. could, we could do like that. I think that it, yeah. could be a nice thing yeah. before we all go to uh, celebrate Christmas somewhere. Yeah. Um, also, like it's very popular to have those Christmas markets in Germany where you usually would go around and like drink uh, Glühwein, Glöck, like however you want to call it in different colors. Like you have the white, you have the red, mm. you have a, a version that's like punch for kids mm. without alcohol. Mm. It's very common and, this is something I'm missing here. So when I came across Glug for the first time, I was rather excited. The only thing that really confused me was that you guys put, like, stuff in it. Yeah. Like, you come to the bottom of the cup, and then there's, like, a bunch of, like, very, like, weirdly bloated raisins and, you know, mandlar and stuff swimming in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I uh, am pro putting stuff in there because mm-hmm. then you get to chew a little something in the end. Yeah. But it's also because I'm used to it. Um, but I i don't know. I prefer... It, it could be like a piece of orange floating around in there that might be cooler. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So when we're already talking about uh, hot drinks, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, if you smell coffee, what do you, what's like the first thing that comes into your mind?
2: Wow. Um associations to coffee um
1: oh wow i cannot answer it i'm I mean, gonna I, turn kind of like try okay so i was like thinking about this for me it's very connected to mornings and like yeah. this on the weekends my parents would make coffee before i would even drink coffee but then like the house would just like kind of fill up with this intense smell of coffee so for me it's just like yeah it's this like very nice morning memory Mm. and association but like since i moved to sweden for me like coffee isn't that morning thing anymore because coffee is because coffee is all around like all the time people drink coffee like at nine in the evening but for fika and fikas like all day around so (laughs) but would you make it more normal for me to smell coffee
2: but it's not I think you it, it's quite different, like if um because in France, if you order a small coffee, you get like an espresso, right? that's mm. a coffee um and that has a stronger smell mm. um than uh, like my grandmother, I realized what I associated to, co- to the mm. smell of coffee because she always goes like the first thing she does is put the coffee brewer mm. machine on, yeah uh, and it's it's a softer, smoother smell, I would say than the press uh, espresso yeah. machine. my
1: uh my family makes a lot of coffee with those uh, mocha machines, you yeah. know, when you put the water on the bottom and mm-hmm. then it squeezes through the powder. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, when it's done, it kind of blows like only air through the thing. With so small then bubbles it going. makes yeah. the bubbles and mm-hmm. that, I think, spreads the the scent of coffee quite a lot as mm. well. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's... Um, I also just love smelling coffee powder. I I don't know, it's a thing. Like when you open the box in the morning, you just like, oh,
2: it smells really oh, yeah. good. But you can also have like I think I mainly associate I, if I smell the fresh freshly made coffee, mm-hmm. it smells like I like the smell. But if you have like the burnt coffee or like sour coffee, um I just think of stress and like workplace environment mm-hmm. where you have like this, you know, yeah there's dried coffee on the table because people don't wipe after themselves, yeah
1: a, and there's like brown circles, yeah, and stuff. yeah yeah, yeah. In Sweden, I was reading that the consumption of uh roasted coffee per capita was uh almost eight kilograms in two thousand and eighteen, yeah mm. so uh I know we're like one of the biggest
2: consumers. Oh. Yeah,
1: the, all the scandies like all like Nor Norway, Finland, Sweden, mm. which is I mean now this like I don't know the topic you talk here a lot with like other people. is like oh you drink so much coffee, but mm. it it is a fact and it is um, we're living it, Great uh, daily colonialism. Basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, like that's like winging in some random knowledge I have. I think the word fika uh, comes from the time when coffee was you know it was this colonially. T- like traded product so it was not for everyone so mainly rich people or like aristocracy people would like have access to it mm. but then it would be sold on the black market as well mm. because you know everyone wanted to have it and in order to have like a code name for it instead of calling it coffee or kaffe, mm. you would just swap the syllables into fika and mm. that remained up until today like the word for coffee time with sweets mm. and snacks here mm. in sweden
2: I didn't know about the story. I knew the word derived from coffee uh, mm. and that we just moved around. But I didn't know the story behind why we moved it around. Yeah. That's cool. Then, cool. Cool uh, piece of
1: information. I'm very glad I could share that with <laughs> yeah. you and yeah. everyone else listening. Um, yeah, fancy drinks. I want to move from hot drinks to fancy drinks. Mm. Um, I always thought fancy drinks were like drinks that are like requesting a lot of effort like you need to mix a lot of different things and make like a
2: wow cocktail cocktail or Mm. something
1: and then it shifted a bit for me because now I'm living in Sweden and I Consider the drinks that I can't have here that often that are very normal and drank on an average basis in Germany are becoming fancy for me. Mm-hmm. So now a very fancy drink for me, which I sometimes treat myself to, is a very plain and simple Apfelschorle, mm. <laughs> which is just like a cloudy apple juice mixed yeah. with sparkling water. Ah, yeah. huh. Kind of in a fifty-fifty ratio. My parent would would mix it like uh, twenty. A cloudy
2: apple apple juice would just be the the apple juice that is not filtered, right? Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Like kind of with a pulp, but there's yeah. no real pulp yeah. in apple juice. So. I
2: love those like really nice yeah. pressed
1: apple juice. Okay, with sparkling water. Yeah, hmm. and then it has this like you know it's kind of like this fizz. Yeah, I and, can imagine. Uh, if you go to like the areas in Germany, like in the southern parts, you will get like a the beer mug, but mm. like with this. Mm. So as a kid, you would feel like super cool having like a beer mug, but yeah. it's just like apple juice. So. I'm an
2: adult like you. Yeah. But do you have um, like a pinch of cinnamon in there? No. Hmm. I can imagine that being like having an apple pie.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Getting hungry thinking about apple pie. But yeah, I don't know. Any, what is a fancy drink for you?
2: Uh, I would say it, it's a really good glass of red wine. It makes me f- like it's this... Um, but it's it's more than just like the actual drink. It's like the con- context in which we, have, we sell this idea of, uh, you know, getting to a bubble bath with candles and a glass mm. of red wine. And that's like your perfect alone time where you enjoy life, sort of. Uh, so I think I'm very clearly living with that association. Um, but a fancy drink... Um, also those like when you order um, like what you see in movies like you get mm-hmm. a martini or you get mm. like something uh, because uh, you get them in such small glasses and with so like you know the,
1: ska- the how do you say like the peel of something yeah, yeah. In, like a in corkscrew
0: form <laughs> yeah oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: But um, yeah, it's interesting because if you get uh, like a a cucumber in a corkscrew form on a on a transparent glass, then that's fancy. But if you get like a big glass with the umbrella and a pineapple on the side, then then it's not as as fancy. Then it's like uh, you know, but it's still a cocktail.
1: I understand.
0: Oh my God, we're approaching 30. Yeah. Oh my God. Useless. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try this again. Thank God this isn't live.
1: You are listening to Cave 103 with the show about nothing where we talk about drinks. Drink, drink, drink. (laughs) Drink up my heart is your home. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, Oh.
2: Oh. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't we going to play this uh, song as well? The song oh yeah about. yeah yeah! we oh, we, ha- st-
1: we had we we're going to still prepare a little snippet of yeah. a song. Yeah. So stay listening because there will be, you know, a little yeah, part of a song shots, coming up. Shots, shots, shots. <laughs> no. We can have some
2: <laughs> There's a lot of uh, songs out there about consuming alcohol.
1: Mhm. Yeah, so um Since I'm kind of like trying to be a moderator here today, uh, I was thinking that it is my chance to go for revenge (laughs) with the quiz and uh, give you a hard time. And I doubt it that it will be hard because, you know, it's on a topic that you're like fairly good with. um, You think? In comparison to me. Yeah. So uh, it's a little round of questions. It's not even a real hard quiz uh, about drinks that are known from movies. Okay. Uh, and there she gets excited (laughs) yes (laughs) yes hope Mm -hmm. i get them i feel qualified (laughs) let's do that i feel like i know one at least um i'll uh, read uh a quote Mm -hmm. and then i want you to tell me what movie that reminds you of or where it's from and i think you're probably going to know them all the first one we kind of already had in the beginning of the show you said it yourself so it is a shaken not stirred james bond james (laughs) bond and it is referring to a do you know the drink
2: uh he uh it yes i do know the drink isn't it a martini yes yeah. it's a
1: dry vodka martini yeah and uh i think that's the one where you have like an olive you know on a yeah, stick yeah i actually so had also, it this weekend oh yeah. uh, wow yeah.
2: Fancy, fancy. I, fancy. I, I had, a, I had channeling a, my inner
1: double <laughs> zero seven or how, oh double yes. oh seven. Yes, yes. Uh, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> yeah. um, channeling I had, my inner sexist. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had, I had uh, that only once, um, and I, I thought it was kind of weird. I don't like martini, but I like mm. the view. You know, the fancy tiny glass with the. Mm. Like olive on it. It, I I like it. I like it.
2: And uh, I mean, I like the olive. I like martini as it is. And I like the cocktail too. So
1: So, like now you gave me a perfect transition Mm. moving on to um, a very known scene as well from a movie. For relaxing times, make it Suntory times. (laughs) That's the quote? Yes. For relaxing times, make it Suntory times. I don't know it at all. Uh, it's the scene from Lost in Translation. Oh yeah, when Bill Murray is um, filming the ad for the yeah for the Suntory whiskey, I think. So, the, and there's this weird like in the cultural like miscommunication of the Japanese, I think it was right. I mean, uh, I, I telling him to be like, and
2: say, I, 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 mean, I know the movie. Uh, I just haven't seen. The it's movie. quite funny. Yeah. I
1: recently mm. watched it uh, again. Yeah. And we discussed a lot about this scene in like school when we talked about intercultural communication. Ah, yeah. Because he goes to Japan, needs to film an ad for a whiskey, which mm. is called Santoy Times, mm. and then they're giving him instructions in Japanese, and there's a translator. Yeah. And they give him a lot of instructions, and the translator always just translates like one sentence. Yeah, yeah. And he gets very annoyed. And then he just like has to act like he would be James Bond as well. Yeah. Advertising yeah. the whiskey. So, yeah. But. Um, Sounds like a funny scene. It is. Mm. It is. I watched it on YouTube today as well. Um, then we have another one. Uh, you spend three days lying on a beach drinking rum. Uh, how about. Um, it continues with. Welcome to the Caribbean, love.
2: Oh, oh. Oh, oh, well, parts of the Caribbean. Is yes. it yeah, with the uh, Johnny Depp. I was thinking of the other one with Tom Cruise where he's a bartender, cocktail.
1: Ah. But yeah. Yeah, uh, it's the scene where they like where Jack Sparrow yeah. reveals that, drunk, that he <laughs> was just like drinking with, uh, rum for 3 days yeah. on that island and then he escaped with the ship but with the, you know. No, he
2: escaped with turtles like he yeah. turtles to Yeah. But together. that's it what he told he, everyone, that's but a actually, story. yeah. Um, that's uh he had his and his his, tre- his treasure was actually like the hidden rum h- stash. The hidden rum, yeah. <laughs>
1: I love myself a good rum, though, so I uh, understand him on that one. Yeah, it's nice. I wanted to know from you in which movie people drink butter beer.
2: In which movie people drink butter beer? Uh, Is it a movie or a series?
1: It's a movie. Mm, I don't know, maybe The Grinch? Uh, Not quite. It's Harry Potter, Hmm. uh, where they uh, drink that beer in this pub in Hogsmeade, the... Famous village there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, butter yeah. beer. That was not really a quote, but yeah. Butter no, beer. Uh, no, yeah, they yeah. also had it after, you know, when they had to fight the Dementors and then, mm. you know, because it somehow gives you energy. Sounds yeah, quite was, gross, to be honest. Butter is like just nothing. I want to mix butter and beer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe butter isn't really butter. Uh, Yeah, I just see that I kind of like, you know, stop with the quotes, but I kind of went over to drinks. Uh, Mm -hmm. So what sparks your mind when you hear about a cosmopolitan?
2: I think about a red cocktail. Mm, And what kind of
1: series or movie do you think?
2: Oh, Get a Cosmo? Mm -hmm. Uh, Six in the City? Yes,
1: there we go. Mm. And uh, do you know a movie where white russian is the drink oh i'm just thinking of a client i had
2: because i used to work in a bar and she came in every time asking for a white russian um so a movie where that is a drink i do there's something in me that says i should know this but i cannot find it
1: it's a guy that's uh, referred to as the dude Dude, the dude, the big Lebowski. Yeah, he yeah. is always drinking uh, white Russian. Yeah. I had to Google today what white Russian actually is. Mm. And I mean, I,
2: a black Russian sounds tastier <laughs> than the white Russian, actually.
1: Yeah, vodka, kalua, and cream. I I, I never like kalua. It's it's a coffee liquor, right? Uh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, I mean it, it's sweet and t- tasty, but because when you make a white Russian, you just like you have the vodka and the kalua, and then like. The cream is a big amount, mm-hmm. so when and I could I couldn't be judging me. Couldn't really understand how she could drink so much of this because mm-hmm. you just fill your belly with milk. Mm. It's like um, it's like the other cocktail um, that you can do on Likar sixty three. Uh, yeah, that my sister is a big fan of. Uh, it gets and you mix it with licor fifty
1: three grenadine and milk. I think and we call it like milk forty three or something. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like Mixing alcohol with like milk is not, not a thing I Enjoy, have good yeah. experiences no. with. Mm. <laughs> so last episode we were talking about puking. Maybe there's some relation yeah, there. I, I might not reveal that here, <laughs> but yeah, you can think your part. Yeah. Moving on to yeah. what stays in Vegas. Uh, what happens in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, that way. Oh, it's a quote. From The Hangover. Yes. Yeah. And what do they drink there? Um, it's like I mean they drink a a lot but burning Sambuca maybe um, I think Jägermeister is kind of the drink they have a lot there yeah and that was it already that was my few my my few desperate tries to you know make you struggle
2: two or
1: yeah you were quite good I think yes yeah thank you thank you Um, yeah here we go Um, uh, have a little musical break yeah I think I need to just we we need to celebrate Fatima here (laughs)
0: Oh my God, we're approaching thirty. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank God this isn't live.
1: You are listening to the show about nothing on K one hundred and three. And K one
2: hundred and three. This is
1: the episode where we talk about drinks. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Fatima just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm thirsty. I'm already like, you know, up for having more malt wine or something. Mm-hmm. Fatima just aced a quiz about uh, tiny questions about drinks and movies. And Yay, now we wanted to kind of round this episode up a little bit with moving on to international drinks and uh, drinks around the world. Uh, <laughs> I
2: have um, I have a um, uh, a game at home that's called the Great Thinkers, mm-hmm. and there's this one guy in there that uh, he's from. I think he's from Japan. I cannot um, I can't I, I can't remember his name. Uh, but he so the the idea of this game is that there's just cards with information on different people that have influenced our way of thinking today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy he is famous for. Changing like the ceremony around how uh, they drank tea mm. a- in Japan, um, and it's a po- uh, i think it was supposed to be this uh, like down, like before it was w- very, I don't know, maybe flamboyant or like a lot mm. of things going on, and this very uh, subtle uh, way of ceremonial tea drinking is a- supposedly. His thing that he like introduced into the society, like drinking from very tiny, neat cups and not so much uh, special stuff.
1: It really reminds me of me when I was having tea at my grandparents because they had this like 5 p.m. tea time. Yeah. They were also like kind of upper middle class grandparents that just have this you know kind of old dishes uh, mm. you know fancy like porcelain yeah, this, uh, that you uh, use and then you,
2: fina servisen. Uh-huh, like, you know, my grandma to, uh, also has it takes it out for special occasion yeah, <laughs> yeah and then
1: you have to have it with like the uh, the how is it like the stone sugar yeah socker beet a bite of sugar <laughs> like the hard ones that you kind of have to put in the cup first and then mm. you pour the tea on top of and mm. then they kind of like break and they yeah. make this very a special tea ceremony sound so
2: (laughs) it also like tea is such a big uh uh, in morocco they drink a lot of green Mm. tea Mm. you know the moroccan tea i'm doing air quotes here uh with the mint and stuff yeah Um, and there's this the only thing i associate with i mean i drink it a lot it's super tasty but the thing i associate with it is my grandfather and and my dad how you like it's very important that when you pour you lift the kettle very 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 high mm. so you get like the stream going down it's i mean if you get it, like, do at least a meter, and you're, you know, you're good. Uh-huh. Um, so you pour it like you have this
1: very wavy way of pouring it. Like, is it for up down. the sake of cooling down, or? Uh,
2: I mean, I don't. People might say different things uh, because generally they cool it down before, so they pour it in a glass and pour it back, pour it in a glass and pour it back. And then when they start pouring uh, from so high, you get the foam up top, which is what ah. you need. Like, you need the foam. If you don't have the foam, it's not a real. Foamy tea. Yeah, it's not a real green <laughs> Moroccan tea, you know. Oh, All right. Um so I would when I was younger visiting, I would play around with that and yeah. always make a mess because I didn't I hadn't practiced the Yeah, my brothers
1: and, my brothers are n- not kids anymore. They're both like above twenty and they, they still play around with like any liquid, just like trying to pour it from really high. Yeah. yeah. And I'm always <laughs> getting like, oh no, it's gonna be so messy again. Yeah, but, but yeah. They would be famous in Morocco if they get really good at it. They're too. just preparing for, you know, in case they have to evade yeah. <laughs> why yeah. <laughs> why not? Well, I also thought about mate tea, mm-hmm. the thing that you uh, drink from uh, like a pumpkin, I think originally, right? This like isn't it a mm-hmm. tiny like pumpkin where you put like Is it a
2: pumpkin? I thought I think it was a pumpkin. Maybe yeah. it is. I think Nico Nico has one of those things uh-huh. that he drinks and I think I thought it was like a coconut but maybe
1: it's I might be wrong. It's I really hard. I thought it's it was a pumpkin. It's like hard. something hard that functions as a cup. Yeah. And then you put the... It could be like a pumpkin. The the, 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 the leaves. leaves inside and then you have this little straw that has, you know, a filter in the bottom so you will not suck up all the leaves through the straw.
2: First time I saw found Nico's straw, I thought it was like a meth spoon or something. Uh, I was like, <laughs> what is this? His secret. <laughs> but then he explained it to me. And so was I was reading reassured. up
1: on that and it is traditionally consumed in central and southern regions of South America primarily in Paraguay as well as in Argentina, Uruguay and uh, Brazil and uh, Bolivia and Chile so <laughs> just listing them all but uh it, it's um it's something that has spread around the world as well by now so in Germany there's a brand that is uh, I don't even know how they're it, but they make a lemonade that contains the
2: mate leaves the
1: mate like it's kind of based on the tea so the tea has a lot of like isn't mate cocoa leaves uh, I don't know I thought it was from the mate plant yerba mate I don't know but it's used for energy drinks Mm. a lot because Mm. it has high percentage of caffeine Mm in it and uh, they make this uh, drink, Klubmat, uh, how we say in German but like here everyone reads it as Clubmate <laughs> and actually they sell it in uh, some stores here as well now. Ah. It's this like hipster drink that started to be big in Berlin in like the eastern metropolitan areas of Germany and nowadays it's kind of like becoming more known in other countries as well but
2: um, Another drink I don't know uh, It's like a about. lemonade but it's okay.
1: nice because it's like when you go to a party you might not want to drink coffee there but you maybe want to drink something that's like energizing you to stay up longer so that's my go-to drink usually mm. you can also pour gin in it or something to make yeah, it yeah mm, you know a an drink. alcoholic <laughs>
2: beverage so this is all new to me and another drink that's fairly new to me that i heard i heard that you knew the concept so i'd like for you to explain it uh, it's a bubble tea mm-hmm. <laughs> bubble I, tea has, i'm so this has
1: completely missed my radar like i don't know I I have like uh, it didn't miss my radar but I just like kind of forgot it (laughs) very easily again because I didn't like it I think it's from Taiwan Mm -hmm. I was um, reading up on this and there was this like invasion of bubble tea stores in Germany for a while probably like everywhere but I can only like refer to that time because I was living in Germany so um, but what is it it's like a tea that has like bubbles inside but when you say bubbles is it like a soda stream tea or is it actually like balls in it it's, it's like balls the, and they're like I think they're made with like gelatine or something so they stay it's like imagine you feel like do you know bath bombs yeah like the tiny ones that have like I don't know like f- like soap or something inside yeah and then they're colorful like wrapping something yeah and if you put them in water it will slowly dissolve yeah I think it must be a similar concept but just edible and you make a tea so it's like do you have them in different flavors so you have like I don't know I think it's milk based uh, yeah. tea but you also can have you know mango I don't know like fruity whatever base and then you put you can decide what kind of flavor balls you want to put in there so you might want to add like I don't know blueberry flavor or coffee or whatever and then you put those like jelly looking bubble balls in the tea and then you get a very fat straw Mm. because you need to be able to suck those like balls Ah. through your straw so they're not there to dissolve in your tea no 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 you actually like like, you will like kind of suck them up in your mouth and then you will like you can bite them and what was like the shit because I mean I was also younger than I think it was like big around 2010 11 12 Mm. I might be wrong But then the thing would be, like, you would drink the lemonade and then you would, like, use those as kind of missiles. So you would, like, you know, suck up the little ball (laughs) and just blow it through your... (laughs) through through your straw and you could shoot it around and like that's why they're famous yeah (laughs) and they would be lying around in the city and I mean they if you step on them they just like burst and then it's also no trash but it produced a lot of trash because it comes in you know to go cups it's plasticky because you wanted to make other people see what's inside it looks kind of you know like eyeballs swimming in liquid or Ah, something giving me the chills (laughs) yeah all right. So. Yeah, so bubble tea from Taiwan. I think there is a store in Gothenburg close to Anderlong where you can get it. So if you're keen, go and try keen
2: it. Keen on shooting balls in other people's faces in the public
1: <laughs> transport when yeah. they're here from Don't behind. say that you, you know, got recommended by us. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other drink. I was recently talking to a friend uh, that's from India and they have uh, wine like that's based on palm tree uh, syrup or like... Uh, liquid Mm -hmm, and it's called palm wine and the name of it is toady and uh, I didn't know that before like I'd never heard of it I mean I know that you can get coconuts and uh, fruits from palm trees and Mm -hmm. then you can make probably pineapple juice but or coconut you know water but Mm -hmm. like I didn't know that there's a wine as well I did
2: not know that either I think it feels like it rings a bell like palm wine but uh, no I didn't uh, yeah it sounds sweet for some reason
1: Mm -hmm. I think people um, just really good at like turning any like plant or like you know fruit into some alcoholic beverage because like yes. wherever you are in the world you'll have access to different types of fruits like here in Sweden you maybe make apple most, most or mm. you know cider a lot because you have pears and apples and mm. in other countries you like ferment you know like barley cane. and malt and make beer and then mm. other people make palm wine so we just like you know of good at producing alcohols
2: i'm, I'm fairly good at drinking them
1: yeah, yeah yes you know it was like split the task <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. one makes it one drinks it yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah you've made it through this episode about drinks everything and nothing a little bit from around the world something about movies pretty random as we usually do it we want to obviously point to our social media channels yes Don't forget to check them out. On Instagram it is the show about nothing underscore k103. And we are also still on Facebook where we are called The Show About Nothing. And we still have our beautiful little yellow logo with a blue icon. And the latest shit is the podcast. We are on
2: Spotify. ACAST and iTunes, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. We are like
1: everywhere where podcasts are. Woohoo! And we call it The Show About Nothing. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We release you into the rest of your day with uh, a little tip. And the tip is that you won't find answers to your questions off the bottom of
0: a glass. Oh my God, we're approaching 30. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Useless. (laughs) Let's try this again. Thank God this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k 103se Follow us on Facebook or Instagram.
2: Stay tuned.